The Langer Chronicles. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you, dear listeners. Welcome back to Floaters. My name is Sophia, and I'm coming to you live from Studio Wardrobe. Now, this is a very exciting day, a very exciting episode, listeners. For you, join me for the fourth and final instalment of The Lange Chronicles, featuring Hanya Lange. And uh, I didn't get this on tape, but Maggie from episode 19 did describe the Lunges as the most powerful family in the world. And I think if you listen to all the Lange Chronicles back to back, you will understand why. Now, this is a bit of a different episode. Uh, we, when I say we, I do mean Hanya and I, not the royal we. Uh, Hanya and I started talking about typical floaters subjects, such as, uh, you know, place where she was born and where she went to school, um, school hopping in Poland and before ending up in Birmingham, where she is now. And, uh, and then we got a bit carried away. Hanya mentioned that she was studying drama. Now, guys, I don't know if you know this, but theatre, the theatre darling, is very close to my heart. So, of course, the big drama geek in me really peaked in this episode. (laughs) We ended up sharing our thoughts about watching live performances, like streaming performances during the pandemic and how we've all had to adapt using Zoom. Not just for performances, but also for just general, you know, family get-togethers these days. Uh, And what it's like being a struggling artist during this time. Um, But listen, if you want pure cross-cultural TCK nomad chat, may I recommend one of our other lovely episodes. But if you're up for something a little bit new, a little bit different, a little bit fun... You'll love this. Uh, You'll also hear at some point, uh, or a couple of points maybe, Hanya's mic crack. But don't worry, it's not that loud. Um, It disturbs it a little bit, but not too much. And it doesn't really matter because the quality of the sound uh, when it doesn't crack and also what she has to say is just well worth it. So bear with, bear with. Now, uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to say. I had so much fun recording this and I really hope you enjoy listening. Well, Hanya, I mean, first question I always ask everyone um, mm-hmm. is where did you grow up? So I grew up in a couple of places. I was um, born in Estonia, in Tallinn. Then uh, we moved to um Slovenia and I went to preschool then we were in London and then when I was like seven I think we moved to Poland and I spent most of my time there yeah that's where I mainly grew up and now I'm in the UK okay and how come you're you're in the UK you is it you're studying at the moment yes so I'm um finishing my undergrad in drama and theater arts in (gasps) Birmingham nice yes Uh, um and yeah basically it (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I mean, of course, I mean, you'll know this. I'm big into the arts. So is my little sister, Izzy. So like, that's just right after my own heart. Represent. (laughs) Absolutely. Are you enjoying it so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, this this year has been the coolest so far. It's a lot of, even though it's in lockdown. (laughs) 
was um, gonna say that makes that makes no sense um but um i don't know because the thing is my degree kind of turned into film studies more and what i've realized is like i actually like film more um so um it works out for me and i'm getting better grades so i'm not complaining <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll work out yeah exactly exactly um and um yeah and you you choose more of your modules because like in first and second year like i really like theater but like in first and second year it was like they would make us uh, build sets and clean the stage and it's like what am i paying for like <laughs> to like learn how to do risk assessments like huh <laughs> so this year is way better definitely yeah it's like you're paying nine grand a year just to like sweep and clean that makes no sense yeah exactly so if i'm paying nine grand to have it online and at least i'm making movies that's fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's a valuable skill these days of course with the pandemic exactly. and everything so exactly. like you know you're set you're absolutely set exactly. um and um Let's uh, let's take it back, shall we? Let's take it back to Tallinn. Um, so, since you left, have you ever been back? No, you haven't been back. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I, have, I have no clue um, how it how it's there, how it looks. Um, I really wanted to, but yeah, no clue. <laughs> I don't know where I lived. I don't. Um, yeah, I have no idea how it looks like. So, I guess you you. Um, you remember more about Slovenia then? Yes. Um, well, I, I, on the same, like on the same note, um, when I was in Slovenia and I was like, I was convinced like that my preschool had like five floors and something. And we went there like a few years back. It doesn't have, it's, it's, there's, there's no, like, it's just the ground floor. So I'm like, <laughs> what do I remember? I remember the passage to the preschool, um, that was very long and that was there, but the preschool was different. I don't know what if like they destroyed it or if my memory is really bad. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I don't trust my memory anymore. So, um, but from what I do remember, um, I remember chocolate soup, which <laughs> at preschool. <laughs> I remember really strange things. Um, I remember, well, everybody remembers nap time because that's just the best time. Um, and I don't remember any people from there though. I love that you've remembered like the key things there, like to do with food and napping. Like that yes. is, I mean, they're yeah. strong memories. Yeah, that's that's all I really, maybe, yeah. I mean, are you uh, in touch with anyone from Slovenia no, at all? No. <laughs> I actually don't remember any people from there. I can't remember. Like my memory's really bad. Oh my god, I, <laughs> I no priest. I don't know how long we were there for two, three years, or maybe less. I'm not sure. I don't remember it oh, at that's all. Because so I mean, how? So yeah, you were doing preschool there. So how old would you have been? Is that like three, four years old? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Goodness I me. I mean, do you remember like your preschool years? I mean, I, I know some people do, but like, <laughs> I, I think I can remember the same sort of things as you. I can remember. I remember what blanket I had for nap time. I remember <laughs> things like that. I remember playing outside in the playground. Yeah, um, same. But like, and um, I mean, that's really it. But um, but yeah. So I guess you don't like um your relationship with Slovenia. It's not very not like that close a relationship. No, not really. And like, 
I don't know. My siblings say it's like, oh my god, it was like the best time. We went skiing every weekend, and I'm like, what? <laughs> we did. Okay. Um, I just remember chocolate soup, honestly. But sure. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a weird thing, I suppose, because like I feel really nostalgic about uh, Estonia, and so does Teresa, especially. And uh, but Izzy, she can hardly remember it. Like she's just she's the same as like. You know, she she'll she'll look at the pictures and she's like, oh, yeah, I must have been there. So that's that's cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, same, same. Other than that, there's like, there's no memories or anything. No, no, absolutely no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's only like a cool like, yeah, I was born in Estonia. It's pretty cool. And the only kid from the family who was born in, not in Poland, but I have no recollection of it. So. <laughs> Well, you know, at least you got that. It's in your passport. It's official. That's pretty cool. Is it? Well, yeah, it would say in your passport, your birthplace. Oh, as in my birthplace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. I just thought it was like, I don't have an Estonian passport. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe you, you could apply for it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. You're born could there. I? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, my dad was born in Trinidad. And I always thought like... Like, I think he might be able to apply for a Trinidadian passport. I haven't looked mm. too much into it. Although also when I was a kid, because he was born in Trinidad, I was like, that's where all the dads are born because Trinidad, right? <laughs> like, that makes sense. Oh my God, that's genius. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but as it turns out, that is not the case. Um, so I guess most of your childhood is growing up in Poland. Yes. Um... Although, like, I do remember, I remember the London years well, even though it was like two years, like between Slovenia and and Poland. But yeah, Poland, I remember the best because it was like all of primary school, middle school and um, and high school. Mm. Yeah. And did you did you go to a Polish school um, when you were there? Yeah. So I went to a pretty Christian primary school and. So right, middle school has three years, right? I changed every year. I was oh very God. undecisive <laughs> with my schools because, like, um, I spent, I I attempted two Polish middle schools and couldn't handle either of them. So I ended up going earlier to uh like international high school and kind of did middle school there. Yeah, because I had like, I mean, my first middle school. Like those kids were crazy. Like there were only seven people in the year. And um, well, first of all, like, I guess it didn't help that my last name was Lange because those kids love to play um, um, Nazi and German concentration camps and playing Jews. Yeah, it was horrible. Oh, my God. It was such a like, <laughs> I was like what, what's going on? what are these schools <laughs> and and then i went to like a super progressive school apparently it was such a like so like um social one and whatever like we even had dance classes um but then i changed as well and because it was just i think i changed it because like i got kicked out from the cool group and i was like mm, i don't want to be in this school anymore <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's an important reason when you're growing yeah, up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I was like, oh, I don't have any friends, so I've got to change schools. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm sure you found lots of friends at the uh, international school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the best time in the 
international school uh, yeah because of the international people and you know people stopped calling me by my last name like i was like oh i have a first name finally so oh i was gonna ask you actually though about uh, your last name so like why were people sort of bringing it up loads is it because, because it pe people in poland they were like everybody's like i don't know Ski, I don't know, Kowalski, Jebrzeszyński, I don't know, I've never met a person like that because that's a horrible last name, but anyway, um, sorry, I think it's okay now. <laughs> You've got this, you got it. Um, but they were like, for anybody whose last name was weird, they would call them by their last name and people would just get really creative by it. They'll be like, oh, Langos, like the, you know, um, was it um, Hungarian? like potato deep fried like they, they'll be like langos or langoustine or like just call me by stupid last names and i'll be like i'd forget what was my first name because everybody called me by my last name and it really annoyed me because it was like this is not this is not my identity my mahanya like what's going on so but um yeah after that when i went to the international school everybody's like name is crazy so it's like oh people people finally call me by my first name so it was nice <laughs> yeah i mean oh, trust kids to make you feel like a fish out of water like just for something yeah. so so trivial really oh, like man. your name like they would in high like middle school or during camps they'd be like oh your grandpa was a german nazi like all that kind of stuff like just because it's like I don't even know if I'm German, like in like back heritage or whatever. Like it could be Dutch or God knows what. And then mm. people be like, oh yeah, yeah, you're German. You're like, your family's super like screwed up. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's just, you know, Polish people hating Germans in the core, you know, yeah. Germans and Russians and. Oh my goodness! That. I mean, do you know if your dad had that growing up with with his with the last name as that's well? A, that's a. I've been actually thinking about that. That's a really good question. You need to ask him because he's never said anything. But like, he must have been like, <laughs> I don't know, bullied or something for it. Because like, I don't know. Because kids are just dumb, honestly. So yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean that must have been such a relief then when you you got to international school because you're like with people who are just a huge mix. Yeah, literally. Yeah, exactly. And nobody cared where you're from. And um, yeah, does it like it finally it was like that level was like, oh, we can connect based on our interests, <laughs> not because we our name sounds weird. And we're just put outside for that, you know, mm. like, I mean, did you ever feel in um, when you're still at like Polish uh, school, or, like whichever one it was, did you ever feel like you know, because you went to the, did you say you went to primary school sort of? Yeah. Uh, in, yeah. So I wonder, like, did you ever feel like, we was was that the first time your Polishness, inadverted commas, was questioned? Um, well, I think maybe because I was so young, like, I joined the school so young that, um, it didn't bother me that much. I don't think like in uh, from like seven to 10 years old, like kids really cared. Like I had a quite a lot of friends. It was like pretty okay. Um, so I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really question it then. Although I do remember now that I think about it, I do remember that when I came back that I really wanted not to be Polish. I really wanted to be British for some reason. <laughs> I just like, I don't know. I think I just had such a good time in the international school in London that I was like, 
and I don't know why. And it was just like, oh, it makes me different and stuff. And like, this would be my the cool thing. Like I'd bring up like when I would go for like summer camps and like, I'd just be like, so guys, like I can speak fluently English. Like you'd want to be friends with me. I was so <laughs> I was using it as a, as a like, um, yeah, like a please be friends with me. But um, when I got, when I got older, I think, I don't know. I don't think I really questioned it that much. I think I started questioning it way more when I went to uni mm-hmm. because like, I think it was just because we moved there when I was so young that like, and like that, like that education was um, like from the beginning, like I, I, how to say this? Like, I don't think you really like question it really when you're that young. But it does its, but it had its after effects once I got to uni, which was very strange. And what sort of things do you mean, like that you were you were questioning? That like I went to uni and I had this like um, naive perspective that is like, oh, it's gonna just gonna be like an in, in international school. Like I speak English, like there's not gonna be any problem. And there I was met with like people asking where I'm from and being like automatically putting some kind of stereotypes and being like I've gotten such ridiculous questions oh my god I would get like so do you guys have like any infrastructure or like any culture are there celebrities there like one guy literally one dude um <laughs> asked me if the whole of Poland is like Auschwitz I was like oh my god what is going on and these are British people asking you this this guy was American, but yeah, oh. a lot of British people would be, uh, be asking me like, is it just like farmland over there? Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then like, and like a lot of people, like, I think we just had some kind of bias or something like saw me, like, I didn't like saying that I was Polish because a lot of people would be like, like imagining these kind of things and imagine some like stupid stereotypes and whatever. So I was like, oh my God, like, can't you see me for who I am like not because of my nationality so that's why I kind of had a hard time accepting it I also like I wasn't like engaging with the Polish society I went more for like the international society um because yeah because and weirdly enough like I was so against it like and I was like no I'm not Polish I'm international whatever but now I'm literally writing my dissertation about Polish immigrants in the UK and I'm like reaching back to my roots so I don't know I'm having like a complicated like time (laughs) of trying to like identify it and now I'm like no I am Polish maybe I'm just really homesick but (laughs) (laughs) well I'm sure yeah it's probably a combination of all sorts of things and uh it's interesting how, yeah, you can just do that like full circle of like, no, let's not talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. And then you're like, actually, here's 10 pages. On- <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's just like, no, you're, you're not going to see me this way. We're so much more than that and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. I think, like, I think at the beginning, it was just easier to be like, just not admit to it. Let them believe whatever what what I am, you know, up to them. If it's you know Canadian or Dutch or whatever, I don't care. A lot as long as it's not Polish. Okay. <laughs> so is that what would happen if people asked you where you were from? You, would you be like, guess whatever you yes, like? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, exactly. And just be like, sometimes just like, 
just not give them the answer just guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's fun it's fun i love playing that game honestly <laughs> yeah it's loads of fun i mean um yeah i think i said it in mikhail's uh episode that i've done it before where someone once asked me if i was Oh, what was it? It was either South American or South African. And I was like, that's a bit of a, a leap, especially because I sound like this. But I was like, sure, <laughs> I'm, that's where I'm from. <laughs> I'm like, one person, this was ridiculous. I think this person didn't know where this country is. Asked me if I'm Malaysian. Oh my God, really? <laughs> Malaysian? <laughs> Why? What? Okay, like, you know, like, usually people stick to Europe, but okay. <laughs> It's funny, know. isn't it? Because it's like, for me, I mean, I've done it sort of, you know, I'll, I'll stick with whatever I think my audience finds the most comfortable at first. Mm. So I'll just stick with like the basics or like, yeah, I'm from London, let's say, or like, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. just, I'm just, I'm from, I'm from the UK just generally. And then slowly and slowly, like I might make them feel a bit more like I might get, let them know a bit more about myself. And then, and then it gets, gets a bit more complicated, but like at uni, mm. I never, there's this one, okay. Story time. Yay. So, uh, my first day uh, of my undergrad, there was this guy called um, called Ben, and he was he's British, but he lived in Spain for ages, and that's all he could talk about during this orientation. We had to say like a fun fact about ourselves and everything. Mm. And Ben went off on this thing talking about Spain and how you know he's like li like living there. And um, I was sort of talking to the people next to me, and it was like. You know, they were saying, oh, God, it's so boring. That's all he's talking about. And I'm like, OK, so my fun fact, I cannot say, like, which would be, oh, and I've lived this place, this place, this place. I was like, we do not mention this. We do not talk about this. This is just <laughs> off the cards. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, And I don't know, like, if you've because I mean, do you after like people saying to you, like, or giving you these silly assumptions about um, letting you know, basically, about your country, have you ever like, um, after that fact sort of you know bothered even to say anything about like Slovenia or moving to London during that small period or anything like that no not really it's just I think it's easier for me to say like I'm Polish because I the thing is like that's the most that I can remember um even though I think I'm only realizing now more how that kind of upbringing even if i don't remember it influenced me and made me maybe feel a bit different or whatever in comparison to all the other polish kids but like i still yeah i still i think consider myself quite like um i never really go into into it that deep because like it's not the same like with i feel like because for the rest of my siblings like they kind of they hopped around countries or remember it more, whereas I'm the least the least interesting one. Oh in no! <laughs> I spent almost all my life in Poland, so but at least I speak Polish the best. So, oh suck yes. It. <laughs> I mean, at least I got that. <laughs> that's a win. That's a win right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh God, sorry. Um, I'm back. <laughs> Um, uh, my my technology is failing me today. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, do you know, actually, you're the first guest I've had on that actually has their own mic, which is very exciting for me. Really? Yeah. I thought I was, I could listen, like, I could hear Miho so well. I, I was convinced he had a mic. So I was like, mm, I'm going to bring my mic as well. This is like, <laughs> just this classic competitiveness and like siblings, but I wanted it to be better. And now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds great. And, you know, I think he just had like. He had a head headset on. Maybe he did have a microphone, but I didn't see it on like the camera or anything. But um, but I mean, with with like Michal and and the rest of your siblings, like, do you? What's your relationship with them now? Like, are you all quite? Do you find yourself quite close, or do you gravitate more towards one sibling than the other? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> oh, exciting! Bring it on! <laughs> This is where the Start juicy that stuff starts. Drama. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody was so like vanilla about it in the three episodes before. I'm like, I'm bringing in the fire. Um, well, I'm. I think just by um, default, I'm closer with Marisha because I've been with her throughout this whole lockdown, <laughs> the whole time, and we've been living with each other for I think maybe almost three years now. So, yeah, and probably. Well, I guess it depends on which, like, at this current moment, it's closest to Marisha, then it's Ola, because I, um, like, I've seen her at least a bit. And then, like, Michal's so far away, he's with parents, so, like, sorry, Michal, but <laughs> t truth hurts. <laughs> um, but we used to be pals when we were younger, so, you know, maybe yeah. we'll be closer again. <laughs> That's like a private <laughs> message to Michal. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah at this at this current situation definitely with um marisha yeah. <laughs> well that makes sense like you're living together yeah. you're locked down together and you're based in birmingham aren't you yeah 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 exactly yeah, so and uh, did you choose birmingham because like that's where uni was and stuff or what like i wanted what? to have my own city okay <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you're taking over you're like right i'm taking over birmingham now <laughs> no exactly exactly because like i was like there were unis i could go to scotland you know maybe like go for you know so parents don't have to pay for uni but no i was like no they got scotland already all i've got london i gotta get another big city over here and i chose birmingham so <laughs> <laughs> and it's also because birmingham is like um it really reminds me of warsaw it's like a pretty similar size and it's kind of weird like the first time like that's why i chose it because it's just weird when i <laughs> first time i arrived to birmingham um we booked a hotel close to my university because i had like auditions and the only one that was close to it was a quaker hotel <laughs> and i didn't know what quakers were but it was so well rated so i was like okay this must be like a great hotel or something <laughs> we come in there and it's like these like old people everywhere and it's like really like in george cadbury's old house so it's like more than 100 years old or something i don't know and um yeah we we stayed there it's like like smell of old people like it's just weird and like jesus tapestries like all around the building i'm like what the hell did we like <laughs> what is this place <laughs> but then like uh because i went with there with my mom but then we um googled it and judy dench is a quaker so we're like okay we're in good hands we're fine <laughs> if it has her blessing we can move exactly forward. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so that's how it like my birmingham journey started and i was like you know what this place is cool i like it <laughs> <laughs> good vibes from the get-go yeah. 
Exactly, exactly. I mean, my limited knowledge of Birmingham is what I get from, I mean, a big Peaky Blinders fan, me, absolutely, mm-hmm. like, I mean, but I know, I know it's not like that right now, but that's what I know from Birmingham. And also, <laughs> um, comedian Joe Lysett's from Birmingham, and I love him. He is just the campest, funniest wittiest man I think out there um but that's all I know I'd love to come visit someday dude it's the place to be honestly people hate on it I thought it was a shithole also like (laughs) before I like heard about it because like people were that's an industrial city there's nothing in Birmingham like nothing and then like I came here and it's got so many like I don't know. It's like if you go exploring, there's a lot of really cool places. And honestly, I've never felt so much like as much as a part of a community as as I did here. So it means a lot to me. And yeah, I think I'm going to stay here for a while. (laughs) I did not expect it, but I really like it here. So, oh, that's really nice to hear. I mean, because Birmingham itself is quite international, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super international. And like, well, supposedly University of Birmingham is also super international, but like no internationals study drama. Like, why would they? <laughs> um, so that's the only degree that doesn't really have internationals. But like um, the rest of the university, there, there's like plenty. Yeah. And the other universities like are even more international that are uh, in Birmingham, but they're more in town. So mm. no, I mean, that sounds I'm. I understand how you feel like with the with feeling like you're from somewhere all of a sudden because like yeah when I was living in um, London like I felt very much from London all of a sudden I was Mm. like this is my place like I found my people these are my people now I'm not there anymore I'm like where are my people at (laughs) (laughs) need to find some more people (laughs) where are they gone (laughs) yeah yeah no I totally know what you mean also because like I um because I worked for a year I did like a apprenticeship in uh, cooking and um and I worked in a cafe in like um outside of like well it's not it's in Birmingham but it's like further away from the city and I've gotten to know the community there just by regular customers and stuff and like I don't know I just finally felt part of it you know and like and then I started knowing people from the industry and I was like yeah I'm on it like you know (laughs) no people here and there (laughs) so like more than more so so yeah just feels more close to home strangely yeah Cause it's so because it's so international in some ways and weird and I just don't yeah I identify with that <laughs> um, did your parents um ever manage to come over and visit you guys before the pandemic yeah 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 my yeah both of them came yeah 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 sometime like our mom even came like during the summer last year when like borders were open for a second so (laughs) she she managed to to come and like the first time I ever came to Birmingham I came with my mom so yeah oh that's nice I mean how has it been though like for you personally with like oh all this COVID bollocks going on and like not being able to see like because I know you didn't see your uh family or like all of your family over Christmas like how have you how have you found it it's tough it's been really yeah it's been pretty tough um yeah it's been over over a year now since i've been back home so like since i've seen miha or or dad and like over half a year i guess since i seen my mom so yeah it's been it is it has been quite tough um we we're currently doing like weekly catch-up sessions on zoom which is cute (laughs) 
Um, but like the power of Zoom, honestly, I find it fascinating how like the same family dynamics can be just like transgressed through the screen. Like it feels like everybody's sitting in that same room with the, you know, getting annoyed at this or like laughing at that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm spending too much. I mean, all of us are spending too much time on Zoom, so. Well, maybe. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's fascinating. I mean, if, you know, if you ever wrote another dissertation, that could be the next one. It could be about family <laughs> well, dynamics over Zoom. Sophia, I'm sure you know that all of life is a performance. And like, <laughs> we're performing all the time. It's the first thing you learn. You, what, what, what was it? Oh my God, I should know who, how this guy, Peter Brook? Is it Peter Brook who said like, um, we should really know this too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, maybe because I think you did more of the practice stuff. I did all the theory, right? Because you did. Like, I did a I lot of like experimental kind of contemporary. Mm. Can no, was it devising and contemporary right? theatre making? No, yeah. it was. It was more like theatre making. It wasn't quite like like drama mm. school. Like where they're like, you know, be the color purple or here's a bounty ball. <laughs> now become the bounty ball. It wasn't like that. It was like, it was yeah. more sort of, yeah, art, like live art sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I come from a complete, because my angle is like history and like more, well, a bit of everything. But yeah, it was a lot at the beginning learning about like everything, you know, I don't know, some Judith Butler, gender performativity, all that stuff. And like, yeah, like every movement, uh, us sitting here right now we're never actually genuine we're, we're like everything is a performance and yeah that peter brook the dude said i think like oh so, what somebody walks on stage and that's already a performance or whatever like, oh i have i have heard that it's probably peter brook let's say it's peter brook one of those guys you know <laughs> if i if i'm wrong whatever <laughs> <laughs> give a shit it's fine <laughs> exactly 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 yeah <laughs> Well, um, and with, I mean, what with, uh, um, we did, I was just thinking of an essay we once looked at, which was like the liveness of performance and like yes. the importance of liveness and performance and like, okay, I, I can't go too deep into it because I can't remember all of it, but it was stuff like this. <laughs> it was like, you know, you can apply it to Zoom and stuff. It's like, it's the liveness that's important. It doesn't matter whether it's happening on a stage or through a camera. It's like, you're all there, like with your family. It's all sitting around the table almost, it feels like. You're all mm. present and it's the liveness of the interaction. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Although like it's, I don't know, with all this live Zoom theatre, I know we're going, going completely off topic, but like, you know, with, <laughs> um, it's like, well, it's, you're saying it's live Zoom theater, but it's not because for a performance, I believe you have to have some kind of audience engagement. And if the actors don't see the audience, then it's a, then it's a movie. I don't know. It, it's not theater really, you know, mm, I guess, same. I mean, yeah, I was reading a review today of, um, uh, it's a new play at the Almeida called Him and it's a two, two man play. And they had like an opening night, which was over Zoom or whatever platform it was. And uh, the entertainment correspondence, uh, co correspondent for the BBC was like, it was a very weird opening night. There was no buzz. There was no applause. <laughs> <laughs> there was no like, you know, you can feel the energy in the room. But yeah. um, I mean, I think he enjoyed, I think the play got a good review overall, but it's, uh, it's totally weird. I haven't actually seen a play yet via zoom i've attended like play readings and things over mm. zoom which has been which works i think to a certain extent um but 
yeah i haven't seen a performance yeah. yet i don't know if you have oh man yeah a couple some some decent ones but one improv theater oh my god how like, did you I improv like, exactly <laughs> it was like i like improv i think improv theater is great but these guys would like put in you know like in 90s sitcom like laughing tracks oh over whatever they were doing <laughs> And like, oh. I was like, I was, cause it was from, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just going to give a live review of these people. I don't care. <laughs> like work on your shit. Cause it was disappointing. <laughs> um, it was a performance by the same people who did, did like the play that goes wrong. And I heard that play was pretty good. I've never seen it. So we was like, oh, if you're doing improv theater, it must be good. No. <laughs> it was, <laughs> oh my God. It was, yeah. So I, I saw some flops, but then like, I saw also, um, it was, I think it was, was it by the National Theatre? I don't know, it was, no, no, it wasn't. It was some, I don't remember the theatre, but it was with uh, Claire Foy and Matt Smith. Uh, they did like a play to get, um, but maybe that wasn't even live. So does that count? Oh my God, so many questions yeah. now. <laughs> is it now, is it, is it live theatre anymore? Is it, oh, but like they did like at the beginning, it was a bit, I quite liked it. They did at the beginning, um, the sound of the theatre before a play you know when everybody's like i don't know talking and it's like mm -hmm. it's a bit like a murmur i don't know it was pretty cool when they did that so it kind of felt like you're in the theater so yeah uh, but that was a good performance that was a uh, they used zoom creatively as a medium mm. <laughs> no i mean that that sounds i i think i did read good things about that one i didn't watch it but um i mean I want to go back to improv just for one second though because like <laughs> I think the beauty of improv though is like because it is live like like you said and like you need the audience there and if it doesn't work the audience are going to let you know that's what you can't have a yeah. laughing track that's uh, cheating yeah, you've got to exactly. work for those laughs like why because they had like some people who paid more I'm so sorry for them but they could be <laughs> like put up on this like a screen uh where um they were giving suggestions so um and i think some people did it online as well and so they were showing them sometimes um and i just don't know like if you're in that like you know you can't get out anymore you can't just leave the performance like because it'll be obvious from the zoom like windows that people are leaving so like <laughs> i don't know it was um and also i don't know maybe it would be cooler if they would have put them on sound although maybe it would have dis disturbed the performance but then it's just like <sighs> you like you're putting a laughing track and like also the suggestions were just lame like and i think it was like pg-13 or whatever and and also they were corpsing all the time yo that's oh. like number one rule of improv theater like don't corpse for, any, for all those uh people who are not educated in theater arts corpsing <laughs> is when you stop um being in your role essentially so you're just being unprofessional yeah <laughs> i mean oh my god I, I i can't even begin to like imagine what that must have been like i mean i was watching pain i mean <laughs> pure pain just pain <laughs> i was um i listened to this um this podcast uh which is like um it's a radio four show it's friday night comedy and it's a panel show and it's called the news quiz if you're into satire check it out um but there's um they, they've managed to record it because like obviously you can't see it managed to record it so like you have a zoom audience and everyone's like 
even the comedians are like phoning in from different places and it seems mm. to work but then I'm like because I'm listening to it not live as well I'm like they've probably I reckon they've probably edited it so it sounds a bit yeah. more like so you still get a bit of a like a natural laugh from this zoom audience but at the same mm. time it's like I don't know. It, it does change it a bit, but I did enjoy. I tell you what I enjoyed, um, and I'll tell you right now. I enjoyed um, watching the National Theatre at Home stuff. I don't know if you watched any of those. Same. Yeah, it was so fun. I love that. Yeah, they were so great because also like there's an actual audience in those things mm. in in the filming, so it's like you kind of feel sort of theatre yeah, when you're there. Yeah. Which ones did you see? Oh, I watched. Oh, I watched quite a few of them. I watched. Um, Barbershop Chronicles, that was really good. That was so good. I really liked that one. Oh, it was amazing. I loved it. Mm. Um, and what else did I watch? I watched Anthony. I, I, oh, sorry. Sorry. I just want to, I shazam so many songs from that. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> oh, I watched Anthony uh, and Cleopatra as well. Yeah. That was oh. really good. I found it so boring to be honest with really? you. Really? I really did. Like, <laughs> I mean, at one point, because I don't know the play. I mean, I know basically what happens, but like I got a bit confused in the middle and I was like looking up the plot as well. And my mum, bless her, because like she speaks English, obviously, but like when they're when it's like Shakespeare in English, my mum's like, what now? <laughs> so she's <laughs> she's looking up the plot and so am I. We're like trying to get on the same page. And by the end, I mean I enjoyed the acting. The acting was wonderful. I loved it. Um, but yeah, by the end I was just like are we are we done is it is it fin- no no she's still dying for another 10 pages okay oh so um we gonna- <laughs> that scene that's true it's just like yo like we know what's gonna happen like, yeah. like get on with the like exactly. <laughs> but like i think um i really because i watched later about um the costuming and that was like mm-hmm. really interesting how like where they got the inspiration for cleopatra and they kind of were inspired by like beyonce's um she has that yellow dress with like oh lemonade yeah yeah from the, the, lemonade. yeah yeah i think that i believe the oh yeah hold up i think it's hold cool. up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know um, the one <laughs> so they i think they were like inspired with like empowered women and stuff so that was that was pretty cool um i had to read it um read the like synopsis as well before um but um i think the reason why i really enjoyed it <laughs> I didn't like understand most of the part but then like um the ending um I started watching the beginning again for some reason because I think I wasn't paying attention the first time and then (laughs) I saw so many links and the first beginning scene is quite confusing because they finish with the end oh yeah you remember yeah so um and then I saw so many links between like the last scene, the first scene, and I got so excited because we got like we have a family chat and we we watched it together through Zoom with like Ola and my parents. Oh nice. Uh, we would have these like uh, national theater nights. And I just spammed <laughs> this. Oh my god, there's this connection, guys. Like I know we didn't understand the whole way through, but <laughs> here and here and here is so interesting. And nobody responded. <laughs> <laughs> They don't get it. They, they don't get no, it. Either. Exactly. Exactly. Like also like because um, I think it's, um, you know, I had this also need because we don't really talk about theater, I guess, in the house. Like I never really could shine with my degree. You know, it's like, oh, maybe everybody knows a little bit or they will ask Marisha about medicine or they'll, I don't know, Miha about his stuff um and um or whatever but like 
I was like, nobody wants to talk to me about performativity of actions and like <laughs> um, live art in the UK and whatever. And then when we finally had this opportunity with the National Theatre and we would have like discussions, I'd be like, well, I studied this. So we were going to listen to my opinion first and then you can guys like you can talk. So, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I mean, I know that feeling very well. I mean, well, I've got Izzy now, but like, we're also very interested in very different things. Like, Izzy's very mm. musical theatre, darling. And I'm, <laughs> I, I'm more about like, I don't know, new writing and, and yeah, more of the sort of artistic side, I suppose, the bit of abstract side. Um, mm. But um, I remember the first time, like, you know, um, you know, Stan the man, Stanislavski. He's pretty, oh, you know. Yeah, up there. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, and um, the basics. For those of people who don't study drama, he is like you go to first person you probably learn about in drama theory, I suppose, in terms of how yeah. to create a character. And um, and my dad's super into Russian history. And I remember once just talking because I was like, you know, he knows about Russian history. So I was like, oh, yeah, we did about Stanislavski. And he went, who? And I was like, oh, my God. I know something you don't know. <laughs> oh my god, that's so satisfying. Especially like with my dad as well. I have the same thing. It's like, no, no, no. Listen here. I know about this. Like, and then it's like I'm learning more about Polish theater as well. So it's like, nope. I even know about this, and you don't. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally, I totally, I totally know how you mean, uh, how you feel. Uh, but actually, I wanted to ask you, what do you think of? Stanislavski. <laughs> what do I think of Stanislavski? Oh gosh. I mean, uh, it's been a while since I've given him many thoughts. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, let's see. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess there's some sort of, some, some of it works, I guess, but I think a lot of it's outdated to be fair. I mean, by the end of my course, we were doing loads more like kind of Grotowski kind of stuff. So lots of physical movements, kinesthetics, and sort of oh. reacting to other people across the room. Love and like, basically that. I spent, <laughs> you know, uh, nine grand a year just being an absolute prat and <laughs> flailing my limbs around and claiming it was art. So that's, that's mm. what I did a lot of. I mean. Oh, dude. How I, <laughs> like, it's so nice to have somebody that understands because like in second year, like, how do I explain to people that for my, you know, theater practice piece, I like slammed my face in ketchup and in flour to show the abuse we have towards food and <laughs> it meant something, okay? It was meaningful art. <laughs> So yeah, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Oh my but god. The reason I'm why I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Oh no, sorry. I was just gonna say, like, next time you have a performance, you let me know. I'll be there. Dude. Oh man. Like for this um oh this is a sidetrack, but for my like directing module, which is actually a short film module, <laughs> um, we um uh, I decided to take a very um what's it called? Robert Wilson, post-dramatic, abstract kind of style. So what I did, because obviously we don't have, you know, we had to do everything at home because we're in lockdown. So, you know, use our own re resources. So I was like, I'm just going to use bed sheets. And also because like I didn't have enough bed sheets to like film the whole body of a person. I was like, I'm just going to do close ups of feet and fingers and eyes. And that's my performance. And I got it first. So boom. <laughs> <laughs> and I had like a whole portfolio being like, yes. This is about um, bipolarity. <laughs> and um, 
I had the actor like really engage with the performance using Stanislavski's technique and embodiment and Katie Mitchell's blah blah blah. So I was like, that got me the Oh mark. dude, you nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> But that's the thing, when you're making that kind of theatre as well, or like live art or film, it's all about how resourceful you are, because you literally Mm. learn how to make a performance out of nothing, like you're building your own sets, and you are sweeping those stages, and you are sort of making things work (laughs) however you need to, and... um, and I'm going to swing this back round 360 because being resourceful and adaptable is also something that a TCK yes, has, you know, does, you know, <laughs> it's, it's the skills that you're brought up with and it's like, you've got to adapt quickly. Otherwise you just, it's like sink or swim, you know, sink or swim. Oh, and definitely. so if you're going to do a performance, I mean, you might as well get as much ketchup on that plate and <laughs> you might as well just throw all the flour in the air you know what I mean just go for it exactly you gotta you gotta adapt and also it's like as a well like as a TCK you're already different so just embrace it like explore it and you know people already think you're weird at least they think I'm weird so it's too late it's too late just gotta do it just embrace it i mean (laughs) but this directing and like filming stuff that you're doing it must be feeding in so much to your brummy blondies youtube channel oh dude dude, no 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 this directing it it came from me this director (laughs) didn't teach me nothing i was in the game from the like years and years i've been doing videos with miha when we were small and sketches um and then i did like travel videos and then like first lockdown happened and me and like i was really bored and i was like yeah let's 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 do a youtube channel so i had that i had in me you know i had those skills (laughs) they didn't tell me nothing and also i'm guessing that's why i got the good grade because like i've been editing for years and these poor kids had to learn how to edit in their final year of drama so you know at least I had that benefit. I mean, you're just a natural from from the get go, by the sounds yeah. of it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, but no, definitely the whole Brummy Blondie channel experience taught me loads of editing skills, um, which are really quite easy. Everything's on YouTube. Like, you just gotta like. I mean, it just got better and better with like. I realized you could put green screens and you can put as many memes you want and as many <laughs> effects, and it's. It's great. I had a, I had a great time with it. So, <laughs> I mean, I think the content that you produce is inspired. Like literally, <laughs> I I I think I binge watched like three in a row or something once, <laughs> and it was just like it made me laugh so much. I mean, oh for anyone God. out there listening who has not seen a Brummy Blondie's video, you must check it out. I'm gonna put all the links somewhere <laughs> so people can watch it. Thank you, thank you. Which one was your favorite? Oh my God! Oh my God! Actually, more important question, which Brahmi Blondie is your favorite? <gasps> How dare you put me in that position? <laughs> so, I mean, other than Brahmi Blondies, because of course I'm, a, I'm plugging that for you now. Um, oh, thanks. Uh, is there anything you would like to plug or promote today? Have you got a performance coming up or anything like that we can tune into? Do you know what? I'm gonna... I'm gonna... <laughs> I was gonna promote some guy um oh my god um you can't help me i was gonna like diss on stan and promote another practitioner just for i'm just gonna say it i think i don't get stanislavski i did acting in second year i can't bring memories back of me cheating on my husband like i just (laughs) can't put that in my brain and act that character out sorry i don't get it 
<laughs> um, but there's this other person. Um, I don't know how he was called. Maybe it was Robert Wilson. I'm just gonna umbrella term and I'm sure there's more people who did that technique where it's like acting through body and like levels of tension and stuff like I get that more rather like that your body evokes the feelings rather than your mind because mm. I don't get my mind so <laughs> <laughs> this is a very strange thing to pitch but I'm just gonna do I it. mean do you know what there's gonna be someone somewhere out there who needs to hear that <laughs> Yeah. And they're going to have to burn their copy of look, An Act of Repairs or whatever it's called, <laughs> that bloody book. Exactly. For all those, you know, theatre listeners who are like, like, you know, you've been um, ingrained into learning about like Stan and him being like the Holy Bible. I'm telling you, no, no, yay. <laughs> and it's OK. Accept that. It's fine. <laughs> That's what I want to say. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, on that note, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this recording okay. to an end. I think I wanna be Hanya when I grow up. Is that weird? Someone's gotta be with me on that. She's just awesome. And uh, make sure to check out Hanya's handiwork, by the way, her editing skills, her filming, her directorial genius by looking up Brummy Blondies on YouTube. There's also a link in the show notes for you. And uh, once you get to Brummy Blondies, do yourself a favour, just watch a few in a row, especially if you need a bit of cheering up. It is the perfect medicine for it. And once you've watched a few, go to the comment section of the videos and I ask that you demand more Brummy Blondies content because... I just love that shit. I'm all over it. Love it. And uh, you'll also see cameos from the other Langes. They all pop up at some point or another during the Brummy Blondies videos. And on that note, I'd just like to say we did it. We've made it the fourth and final installment of the Lange Chronicles. Thank you to all the Langes for participating. And thank you to you, dear listeners, for such a wonderful, wonderful response to hearing their stories. It was it was a lot of fun. It was so great to chat to each and every one of them. Now, if you like this episode, please make sure to let me know by liking or rating, reviewing, subscribing. Um, when you rate, I would suggest perhaps five stars, if you could. Five stars would be great. And make sure to tell your friends, family, co-workers. I mean, actually, do people still go to work? We're still in lockdown in the UK work is I just it's a foreign thing to me now and if you want to keep up to date with all things floaters please give us a follow on Instagram uh, we are at floaters underscore podcast and on Twitter we are also there I believe we're at floaters pod and that's what our email is well if you want to send us a longer email um, or message you can email floaterspod at gmail.com now there's nothing left to say other than Thanks once again to Hanya for chatting with me. She's super cool, right? And to Adora, as always, for your help with graphics. And Aral for your sound help. Please go check out his website. He does... He does? <laughs> he does some fantastic works. He, he's great. Just go check out the website. And thank you to you, dear listener. Not only for listening, but for bearing with me. It's uh, oh, It's been lovely. Until next time, bye-bye.